take control of this shit, dude. Okay, dude? <laughs> okay. All right, dude. So I'm here. I'm interviewing Nathan Colombo. <laughs> This motherfucker, where are you? Are you like below me or above me? Are you? Where are you? Where are, I'm, I'm where I am, man. Dude, is it this? So we are on the podcast of people who wear dark cloaks over a black background. Um, <laughs> episode twenty. Nathan, how are you today? <laughs> I'm great, Bruce. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. So, what brings you to Carbondale? Oh, LA? you know, I just, uh, I was just born here, raised here generations and generations back you know the same old salt of the earth you know midwestern shit kicking kid you know story that's really sad dude you should get out mr mr smith goes to washington was about a guy from pennsylvania right mr smith goes to washington was a porno (laughs) just let you know it's so like, I, I think it was a different mister that went to Washington. And I don't know, dude. I don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't make the rules. I just make the porn. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm Bruce. Thank you for introducing me again. That's not how this. You, I, now I'm questioning whether or not you've actually watched this podcast. Or you've just decided to make a different podcast is, on your own today. I do apologize. <laughs> I apologize. You hurt my feelings, though. <laughs> What feelings? I don't know, dude. I don't know anything. I'm like so tired. I'm like exhausted. <laughs> really because am. you've been moving into your house and renovating your house for like, yeah, it's gonna, it's not gonna end. Dude. It's gonna be a couple weeks and stuff. You know, it's been, it's been as smooth of a transaction, a transition as possible. You know that um, I uh, I vape mostly now because smoking like is bad, but vaping mm-hmm. is bad too. Bad, okay. Um, so I snuck a pack of cigarettes, right? I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a cigarette, dude. I'm going <laughs> to treat myself to one. But they don't sell one, so you have to buy the whole freaking pack. And I had it, and I had it in my little my little pocket in my, in my, my hoodie, and it popped out. And my girlfriend catches the pack of cigarettes at the car door, and I rush to go swoop it up. And I trip, and I take a four-foot fall. This was the day before yesterday. Into the hard concrete. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, God damn it, I'm going to the emergency room. I'm going to the emergency room. Dude. I took ibuprofen. And I stayed off my feet that day. And Lord Jesus, thank you. I'm uh, I'm alive. But that story went nowhere. Anyway. <laughs> but we're going to see if the podcast goes somewhere. Uh, WTF Carbondale, the podcast where we interview interesting people about their interesting lives, and we tie it all together. This little old place we call home, Carbondale, Illinois. Sometimes we have people that have been here forever. Sometimes we have people that are brand new to Carbondale. Sometimes we have people that are like Bruce and have been around for eight months or so, so they're just now getting uh, caught up. And I'm excited for this episode, episode 20 specifically, because uh, it's branching out and bringing on a group of people that I'm going to work to uh, intertwine, mesh, whatever, into the show. And that is uh, the latest round of stand-up comedians here in Carbondale, Illinois. And that is where we lead into Stand Up Bruce. Yeah, you don't do it well. but That's fine. How'd you get to Carbondale? Uh, so I got here in a, in a U-Haul. <laughs> I came here with, uh, with my girlfriend, a dog and a bird. And, uh, pretty much we came in the U-Haul and we were supposed to have a house. Um, weed got legal. So I was like, yeah, cool. Um, and the deal was this, this is what the deal is. The beginning, the middle and the end. Um, stand up and stand up comedy in Los Angeles is amazing. It's an amazing place. It's LA. It's where, you know, it's, it's where porn is made. Um, (laughs) but it's great. It's great. But the problem is that you're literally begging for spots. You are. Um, and the plan was for me to get here and then go around you know, yeah, Missouri, Tennessee, Afghanistan, um, and, and, and <laughs> oh, you mean Arkansas? Arkansas, sorry. sorry. <laughs> other other religious, other other religious extremists. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that was the plan, and I was going to go ahead and uh, do all that. So I get here, and it's February, and then they had this thing that we're talking on the news. Oh, they got this, like, really bad flu that's out there. I'm like, oh, whatever, dude. Um, <laughs> like, whatever. And then freaking worldwide pandemic and stuff. Now, if you don't believe in God, dude, I, I believe in a God right now because freaking if, if there wasn't a pandemic, Trump would have got reelected. That's the God's honest truth. I'm just saying, dude. I'm there, just saying, dude. That was an act of God. <laughs> That's literally what it took for Trump to lose an election was for a global pandemic to prove his incompetency so problematic that literally somebody could only beat him by 5 million votes and the highest vote getting total election ever in the United States at a point where even the guy who lost was the guy who got the second most votes in any presidential election in U.S. history. Oh, dude, make no mistakes. I'm not. I'm not celebrating yet. Yeah, make no mistakes. I'm not celebrating yet. It wasn't. It wasn't a landslide. It was a squeaker. Yeah, it was. So, and and, and I'm not making any judgments on anybody. You know, this is what's beautiful about where we are. You're allowed to vote for whoever you want to vote for. You can freaking vote for anybody. Yeah. You know, Kanye. Kanye. When's Kanye coming on the podcast? Uh, so right after I link up with Chance the Rapper and get him down here doing stand-up after <laughs> the pandemic's over, Kanye's next on that. Listen, man, if, if uh, you know, if David Letterman can interview – Kim Kardashian for, you know, my my next guest on Netflix. Why why shouldn't I be able to interview Kanye West for a you know a ringy dink Facebook page? <laughs> There's no reason. There's absolutely no reason why. I will. Have. I am. I will. I will tell you that I'm going to interview Carbondale's Kanye West at some point in time. I just got his phone number earlier today. Matt Phillips, you have not been here long enough to know Matt Phillips to understand Matt Phillips and the intricacies of Winston the Bagel Man. And you may have seen it. Have you seen it like an old blue Chevy S10 driving around town with a bunch of inspirational quotes on the side of it? Yeah, Matt Phillips. I'm gonna be honest with you. Matt Phillips uh, was that guy, right? And he actually helped me pick up a, a table for my basement the other day. Did he really? Mm hmm. Stop that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He told me about the book he wrote and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he give you, like, the little handouts? Uh -huh. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I love the guy, dude, but I had to tell him you got to go, bro. Yeah, like, uh, well, <laughs> so, so that's exactly why I want to have him on the podcast, because I can literally just, like, tell him, all right, Matt, we're talking now, and I don't have to say any other word for the next hour and a half, and he will just go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he'll and he'll try to sell you a book right here yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, and how and how much is that book selling for in Australia versus how much it's selling? Oh for my in... god! <laughs> how much is it selling for in Australia right now? Nineteen ninety nine. How much is it selling for in the U.S. and the U.K. right now? Eleven ninety nine. But it's the difference between euros and pounds and dollars right now. So you know, there's a little bit more to be made in the U.K. market. Um, but I don't know if you saw the one particular slip, um, but they're also selling it in China. Yes. Yes. God bless him, man. He reminds me of my father. God rest his soul. So, yeah, he's, so he's a sweet guy. Yeah. No, Matt, no, Matt's, Matt's good people, man. Um, and Matt is, Matt has been a, um, he along with Winston have been, have been very influential in a lot of people's lives who've needed help. Um, you know, and, and they've, you know, they're, they're just the type of guys that have been around for, for decades and decades and, and pull through for, for people that need them. And, uh, no, so, so Matt, you know, I, the, the only part of Matt's story that I really have context to, um, you know, beyond, you know, the, the Matt that we see today is the, the Matt that used to be the assistant to Winston, uh, the bagel man who you, you haven't, you never got to experience him because obviously you weren't here, but have you heard any lore of Winston, the bagel man since moving to Carbondale and had to be like, ah, there used to be a guy with a bagel cart and everybody loved him. And he always talked about his, his brother, God bless him. Well, no, nope, you gotta okay. love the, you gotta <laughs> love the guy that feeds the drunks. Yeah. Right, he wasn't yeah. he the guy that was open at two o'clock in the morning and gave food to the you know, 
people coming out of the bars. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. Whether it was on the strip or across some pinch penny, depending on what year it was and what decade, like, yeah. And he started doing this stuff in, like, the early 80s or something. Like, he'd been doing it for 80 to 99. I mean, over 30 years. It's genius, to be honest, because usually it's a hot dog vendor or tacos and stuff. Mm -hmm. But what you need is, you know, bread. Yeah. Bagels are a lot of bread. (laughs) And then, like, whatever else you want. Like, what, you know, blend of, you know, shelf-stable toppings do you want? (laughs) Like, Oh, yeah. No, I love it. I've experienced a lot. A lot. So I'm, I'm not... I'm not like that babe in the woods, as a lot of people would assume. I've, I've traveled. Uh, I've gotten guns pulled at me at Pickneyville. I've been to Murfreesboro, Steelville, Benton. Um, when I first got here, I worked for Terminex, uh-huh. and, and that was my day job. I I killed uh, I killed bugs. Um, so I got here, transferred over, and 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 they. I don't know. When I got here, the Benton office, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and... There's a little shit talk, dude. I'm yeah, just say, man, fuck, man. You don't work for him anymore, do you? I don't. Yeah. I'm never going to work for him. I don't. I'm never going to work for him again. Have at it. You know? So I get there, and, 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 and they try to act like I'm stupid. Well, it's because you're from the left coast, bro. Yeah. not america you know it's not america no that's the people's republic of california yeah it's not and 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 realistically speaking um don't knock it till you tried i was living in florida right i was living in florida before i went out to california making about 785 an hour yeah Okay, I get the like seven dollars and 85 cents an hour seven dollars and 85 cents an hour Uh, and starving okay I get to California within three days. I shit you not, okay? I'm in Beverly Hills working for an attorney clearing 60K. Nice. Yeah. Which is like 20K anywhere else in the country, but like still. Uh, you know still. what? I would rather make more money and spend more money than not have any money. <laughs> and, and not spend any money. And not have any money. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it, it, look. I get it, man. I get it. We're here's the problem in in the world. We do not. We need to go ahead and take a look at what binds us. It's really easy to go ahead and say you're a leftist, you're a rightist, you're a Christian, you're a gay, you're a this, you're a that, and and we are so different. We are not, dude. We all poop, eat, and fuck. All right, dude? <laughs> or we want to. All right. <laughs> And, and, and we need to find what binds us or, or find something that we all could hate, like Justin Bieber. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But we need we need to work on that, like, pronto, dude, because it's been getting tense, dude. Have you not seen the news? Oh, yeah, yeah. The news. Well, it was just a buddy of mine was just texting me. He was like, you see what's going on in D.C.? And by the time this podcast hits the, hits the Internet in, like, two or three days, like, we're all going to be probably talking about whatever shit. I'm just getting text messages about right now but it's like man you know like how do you how do you handle that the the issue the issue is right fragmented media and a failure to uh participate in a shared reality yeah that's new we're that's it like we've like the ability to go into our own separate little parlors (laughs) has has rendered us disconnected to the point where we dehumanize one another in a way that allows us to uh, both speak and, and, and participate in violent acts against one another, whether it's traditional concepts of physical violence, like, you know, fighting and, and like actual physical violence or whether it's like conceptual physical violence, like failing, you know, like, like trying to pull social safety nets out from people because we've stereotyped who uses those social safety nets and like how, um, that can benefit uh, both ourselves and others around us versus like how we think that, oh, it's just, you know, people, you know, the haves and haves nots type shit. Pretty much, dude. Pretty much. Um, like the fragmented media thing, that needs to go. That was in the 80s and stuff, and that was a Supreme Court ruling. That- was it Supreme Court or was it Ronald Reagan just being like, the Fairness Act is no longer, the Fairness Doctrine is no longer a thing. Yeah. And news can say whatever dumb shit they want to and still call it news. Yeah, we need to bring that Fairness Doctrine back ASAP. No. 
you know, ASAP. Um, uh, I, I have hope. I have hope. And the whole point that you're making about the dehumanization, it's absolutely true. Absolutely. You know, you leftist, you know, or you, you Trumper, or you, you know. And, and, and this is the same language that, you know, soldiers use to justify killing other human beings. Yeah. You know, Vietnam, they called people blop. And I'm, and that's one thing about me. I'll never throw out a racial word. I'll never do it. It's just, it's just, it's not necessary. There's too much of that out there. Someone is born something. They cannot help who they are. So it's not fair. It's not a fair attack. Now, if you're an asshole, well, you know what? You're an asshole. Okay, and you could call someone an asshole, but <laughs> calling something that someone has no control about, that's not cool. I, I'm Dominican Irish. Mm-hmm. All right. So I always growing up was on the wrong side. I was either in a white neighborhood and I was too Spanish, or I was in a Spanish neighborhood and I was too white, or whatever. And, and, and at the end of the day, I just, I just give it up. I give up on all of it, dude. I really do. Um, I really hope, you know, like today with all that's happening, you know, they're out there, they're fighting in D.C., bro. They're fighting, man. Yeah. I wish we need to stop and laugh. And, 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 and look, the right is bad, okay, but we don't, we don't need to attack the people because it's not their fault, okay? And, and the left, they can be out of hand, too. They can be out of hand. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't buy the the equivalency argument. Personally, I'm not doing I, equivalency, dude. I, I, okay. Do you know they right. try to cancel Baby Yoda? I did. I did see the Baby Yoda cancellations, and then I watched. I watched it yesterday, and then it was like, oh, Baby Yoda was making a new friend that he wasn't going to eat. It's like everything's okay. It's like, do we not? Do, do human beings not eat unfertilized eggs? I. I don't know. Like I don't, chickens. No, don't cancel don't. Baby Yoda. That's why I wore my Baby Yoda shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah. Baby Yoda. No, dude. We got it. Like, we need it. Like, we need what we need is acceptance. Now, it's not a false equivalency because that's that's bad, too. And I get it. Yeah. I've seen it online. But you know who we need to hold accountable? The people stirring the pot. Yeah. Those people <coughs> need to go, you know? And, and it's not just the people at the top. What's really important is what we need to start opening our fucking eyes and it starts at local government Mm -hmm. it really does you know it's what the libertarians have failed to to realize they always are like oh we're going to be president and they're they're already planning 2024 dude please thank you that's why that's that's one of the things that the green party specifically in like southern illinois gets is like there there's there's constant activity at the local level for the southern illinois green party and it's like that that is what makes sense because you you win seats and you build from the bottom up and you put a bench in place and like you you elevate your platform, your performance and your participation. Uh, and then, you know, it takes time like you're not, you know, if you have a if you have a dream of starting a political party and you know winning a major election in four years ain't going to happen. But if you you know work to build a party and you think that you can win something 30 years from now, because that is still consequential. Right to work over a thirty-year period, and and really make something happen, then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. understand realities and go for them. Yeah, just leave Baby Yoda out of it, please. <laughs> so we're okay. So here's you know you you talk about being displaced, um, no matter what community you were trying to participate in at any given point in time. So where do you where do you best draw your identity from? I don't. Uh, I it's don't. Just, it I, I have exist. no freaking clue, dude. I think. I honestly believe that freaking we must live in a simulation. Yeah, I really do, and 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 I'm I'm in the Bruce show. I'm like in season <laughs> eight. Um, I really. Hey, do. it's a crossover episode between the Bruce show and the and Nathan at night. Oh my! Nathan <laughs> at night. <laughs> um, look, look, realistically, um, I it's difficult, really, because look, I I I know that I'm white, right? I'm yeah. white. But if you start, t- you know, using the S word about about Spanish people or, or de- degrading Spanish people in front of me, mm-hmm. something in me re- remembers, you know, oh, coño, que esta pasando con ese coma mierda? And then I start getting angry because I remember, yeah. you know, where I come from. I went to the University of Dominican Republic for four years. Mm-hmm. So 
I, and, and my mom is Dominican, and my cousins are Dominican, and 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 so it's 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 a mix match of of where I draw draw my identity. That's probably where my unique perspective on life stems from. Is that I'm not I'm not pigeonholed in any one corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that um, you got any insight on on how things uh, you know? washed out in 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 this election in florida specifically around uh you know some of these some of these concepts yeah it did, absolutely 100 percent. so here's this, here's what happened in florida i lived in miami for 30 years fyi all right all right a <laughs> little bit of insight yes a little, a bit, little of bit of insight this is what happened in, in florida in florida it's a balance now the 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 uh the blue states the blue area is, is southern florida mm-hmm. okay and and northern florida is, is 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 prominently red florida would have won would have went blue one <laughs> caught me um would have went blue if it wasn't for the cuban american population mm-hmm. now they were bamboozled how did you be, how did how were they bamboozled well they were sold fear Mm-hmm. They were sold fear. They're like Castro's coming again. The socialists are coming. You got to remember, Castro. Castro was a was a bad cat. Yeah. Okay. He was a bad cat. Think about it. You got your house. You got your job. You're a teacher. You're whatever. Mm-hmm. And you got your family. And all of a sudden, this whole Castro comes and says, "You know what? That house belongs to the uh, to the people now." And and they strip, and it, and it was, it it was it wasn't really socialism. It was a fascist dictatorship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, but but they sold that that that's what Biden was coming to do. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like Obama was taking your guns. Yeah, all right. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little secret, dude. They're never coming for your guns. So who's hey, going to take that job? Obama's the president that sold the most guns in U.S. history. I bet. I did, look. What, I was in Oregon. <laughs> I was uh-huh. in Portland, Oregon, okay? You were in an elk country where when Obama got elected and 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 you should have saw the lines at gun stores. People were rushing and going crazy. Oh my god, I need guns, I need bullets. They're at Walmart, uh, they were at the grocery store. They had to sell freaking guns at grocery stores, by the way, dude. Yeah. I mean they, yeah, they do that here, buddy. They, they do that here? Yeah. I, I don't know. I use Instagram. <laughs> You've gone to the wrong aisles. <laughs> <laughs> So, so basically, the, um, to go back to South Florida, that's how they that's how they did. They sold fear, and you, and 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 that's how they got them. Yeah, that's how they got them. They got they got bamboozled again. And there's no there's no proper like left wing propaganda machine built to combat this shit. No. And dude, that I was I was you know I was reading whatever thing about you know AOC bitching to you know centrist Democrats about. You know, you know, they're the ones who lost because they didn't run on Medicare for all. And everybody who won in the House, you know, had a platform that embraced Medicare for all and all this other stuff. And it's like the reality of it, you know, cool. That's that's nice platforms. And like, you know, she was bitch bitch because people didn't um, didn't spend money on Facebook ads and whatever else. It's like, that's great, man. But there's not a, a number that you can spin that combats a proper disinformation campaign unless you have your own. I think I think the phrase I used was like truth and confidence campaign, right? Something that is an antidote to a poison. You can't use a bandage and solve a and solve a case of poisoning. You have to have an antidote to that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's where leftist politics has wildly missed the boat. Whether it's bullshit, center, center right. Democrats to, you know, far left uh, folks in this country and, and all throughout the spectrum, there is garbage messaging throughout with yeah. nobody willing to like take on their own, like understanding that, oh yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe the way that I'm talking about this, while it serves my own personal benefit because it makes me feel better about the position that i'm taking because i'm very much you know entrenched in my values well guess what man you can't go actually sell that value to somebody else who thinks that you are inhuman orange man bad is not gonna get you any votes ain't gonna do it nope here's another thing here's here's the thing okay once again this was back to orwellian 1984 shit okay so um and when i was working in terminex here 
okay? Mm-hmm. Before I told him to go kiss my ass. Because <laughs> um, I didn't have to fucking do it. I didn't, dude. I, I, I literally called the attorney that I was working for. I was like, yo, I can't do this anymore. They help me out. He goes, oh, look, I'll help you out. And he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he helped me out, dude. So they was able to tell him to kiss my ass. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm driving around Pickneyville, Murfreesboro, Steelville, driving all around those areas. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that my GPS stopped working. My internet wasn't working on my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, this phone here? The internet wasn't working. I had no connection. I had no <laughs> connection. There was no cable. There was nothing. You know what I had? You know the only communication with the outside world I had was? Radio. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> yep. You know he's from Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Fuck that motherfucker. He's he's uh yeah his whole the whole Limbaugh clan is from just an hour's drive west. And yeah, like fuck that motherfucker. They've they've got they've got the they've got like the second or third tallest building in town. It's just smack dab in the middle of town. It's the Limbaugh building. <sighs> Oh yeah, dude. It's it's sad. It's like a whole sad thing. Look, so here's here's number one. You know what? Some of that money we need to go ahead and invest into AM radio. Yeah, we do. We need to go ahead and make sure that freaking the rural communities get broadband service. Yeah, we need to start providing and helping. You know what killed us is that we didn't take care of the people losing their jobs. Oh yeah, the coal plants closing. Okay, the uh, the car places shutting down. We didn't. We we didn't. We're like, well, whatever. And you know what? In this society, with this electrical electrical but, electrical electrical college uh-huh. electoral college. Okay, with this, it, it doesn't work that way. And it'll bite you. And here's it did. here's here's the other side of this, though, man. It's not. It's not about. It, it's not like a, a group of people in mass at a common level stop taking care of another group of people in mass at a common level there was a coordinated effort by a bunch of rich motherfuckers to squeeze out the people that were most susceptible and most vulnerable to their practices and i will tell you this as somebody who grew up taken care of because my dad worked for one of the most evil motherfuckers in the business bob murray Right, who I know you oh, were dude, all happy with that. I loved him mother- in Groundhog Day. Yeah, huh? I loved him in Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Bob Murray, the coal, the coal. Oh, magnate. that dude. Yeah, that dude. That dude. That dude. So, Bob. So, Bob. You know, I, I said on. Yeah, we talked know, about this. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked about this because fucking Ducoin State Fair company picnics and shit like that. That man was a piece of shit, right? That worked to deny, you know. Tens of thousands of former employees black lung benefits while himself on his deathbed going, you know what I should try and apply for black lung benefits. And this again, man, it's fucking vulture capitalism. That's all it is. This this was a dude out to build industry. And when that industry began to not turn his way, used what economic strength he had to act as a fucking like person, like a, a personified vulture and devour the lives of those uh, who had helped him build a, you know, billion dollar empire. Right. And it's like that, that type of sentiment, that type of activity is, you know, not just nationwide, right. But a global issue. Right. And this shit happens. I'm sure, you know, they have no doubt this type of shit's happening in China. Right. Everybody's like, oh, communist China. Ooh, oh, oh. communist China is not communist China that fucking makes everything that suffices the capitalist um, appetite of America. Right. Like there, you know, there aren't a, but, you know, there's not just, just because like the state controls Huawei. Right. And, and the, the state does a bunch of other like wild ass awful shit and uses business entities to like mechanize that doesn't make them straight communists like there's just a bunch of business people that are in that shit it's the same thing in russia man am i like whatever 400 level class on on uh you know pre uh, post-soviet uh russian politics that I took it was like the 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 russian uh mindset or like a, a, a russian proverb about politics was like uh I think it was like Americans go into business to get into politics while Russians go into politics to get into business. 
And that's it. It's that simple. It's that fucking simple, man. It's people just finding their way into the system to exploit a broad swath of people. They love it when people here in the Midwest hate people in California. The rich love it. Yeah. They love it because, you know, while we're at each other's They get to just scrape the cream off the top, buddy. That's it. Cash rules everything around me. And when people don't give a shit to care about other people who are in the same exact economic and social predicaments that they are, then the people that profit are the people that have the mechanisms in place to just drain the system. That's pretty much it, man. We got to stop fighting, man. Wake the fuck up. I'm going to stop fighting. Like, here, look, once again, back to, to current event of today. Yeah. All right. The, 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 the situation out there in D.C. Yeah. So what, okay, what is going, you know, and again, by the time people are watching this, it's not going to matter. And there's the million MAGA March, oh, right? which is a misnomer. There's not a million and it's not MAGA, but <laughs> let's, let's give it to them. Okay. Let's, let's, let's just assume that it's a million. Let's assume that they really want to make America great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Supposedly they're out there protesting that people were voting. Okay. And and but but they lost, so there should be no counterproduct protesters. They lost. Let them let them cry it out. They're in the second stage of grief right now. I think is anger. You know. Yeah. Next will be bargaining. You'll see. You know, and then hopefully we'll hopefully we can you know by by January twentieth they can get to acceptance. But but basically, um, we shouldn't be out. You know. There should not be people, opposition people out there. Let them, let them vent that out. Dude. Let them, let them get it out. Let them cry it out. Dude, you know. All right. So I just, I just went to Twitter to like. Oh God. Just see. Oh God. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. So like, proud boys are out in the streets, like stabbing people and beating people and like doing all the wild ass shit that mm-hmm. they're like. This is what Antifa does. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. There's no need for us to be out there. There's no, if like, if you, if you hear me, don't counter protest. Don't do it. And I know you'll be, we'll be a couple of days late, but yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Just not worth it. it you know, love your neighbor, um, and then just, just hope for the best and stuff. And and then the people that are truly racist and truly bad. And I, I generally believe that you know that the majority of all these people are good people mm-hmm. and there's a good strong percentage that are bad, mm-hmm. you know, and they need to be put, you know, they need to be put in their place and stuff legally, legally through the system, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I like the, and the whole word Antifa, this whole Antifa thing. Have you ever met an Antifa? I was in California. I've never met an Antifa. <laughs> Tell me about this Antifa, dude. Where, what is this organization? Do they have again, a website? Again, yeah, yeah. So again, anti-fascist is a position. Not, but again, I'll also go back to saying it's shitty fucking branding. Mm-hmm. Antifa, it's just not, it's like it's not. It's it was easy to make a boogeyman out of, and not easy to make like a a confident, powerful image out of. And if you would have stuck with the concept of anti-fascist and pushed through on the full phrasing of anti-fascist and stuck with that and maybe found some other thing again, like proud boys aren't just out there being pro fascia, right. No. Or profa or whatever. Right. They just are the fascists. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They've named themselves the proud boys. It's like, what else do you find? How else do you like phrase it? And I get like that. Nothing's going to be perfect. Like black lives matter. I will say, you know, black lives matter is strong, proper branding and it's drawn all sorts of bullshit criticisms right well, we're but, saying that they matter we don't say that they're that yeah other lives and, don't matter and, and it's and it's and it's easy to it's easy to shuck the the criticisms on that end and in, and that's going to be the boogeyman to to certain swaths of people because people are just afraid of black power and black identity and any sort of black strength in this country because this country was built on black oppression right like that's that that is that is something that we're not simply going to get past. But the other side of it is you don't have the concept of Black Lives Matter just scaring away giant swaths of people. Again, uh, white women in the suburbs, great example of that, right? Like they're they're not all just terrified and running from ah oh, Black Lives Matter, but they're uncomfortable with the with the phrasing of Antifa. And I'm not sitting here being like ah oh, these are the people that we should all just be pandering to. But it's like there's a there's a test market for 
your your for your verbiage and you figure out like okay if this particular group of people this particular subset of individuals are people that can latch on to my progressive phrasings that i'm using then my branding is going the right way but if these are the people that i'm scaring off with this then maybe i need to figure out how do i give the same message with a different brand identity on it that's why like in my comedy yeah um just go ahead and start pivoting a little bit though get, in my get com- away from this shit please. get off that for a <laughs> second um in my comedy i try not to, to go too political yeah and it's not because i'm a, i'm a wussy or anything like that it's just because it's low hanging fruit it's not funny if i'm going to offend half the audience then i'm not really entertaining am i yeah no and it's easy it really easy like the memes have been writing themselves lately haven't they <laughs> They really have, dude. So, you know, we, I, I feel that, you know, everyone needs to laugh. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to laugh, dude. And, like, look, I have I have strong personal opinions, mm-hmm. but when I'm on a stage, mm-hmm. that, that's irrelevant, dude. But, and, and so, okay, so that idea, and I'm sorry to pivot you back to this. Right? <laughs> Let's go back. But, but, the, but the reality is, right, that, so that concept that you've applied to comedy is a concept that we have completely missed in our political lives, right? Yeah. That, like, you know, a good swath of politicians on, you know, and this is where I'll get to the fucking proper equivalency shit that, you know, there, there are plenty more Republicans that give less of a shit about people than there are Democrats that give, that give less of a shit about people, but there are still plenty of Democrats out there that don't actually give a shit about people. Right. And it's like, can you not, you can have your opinions over here when you're campaigning, but there's a difference between the focus on you as a candidate and the focus on the people as somebody participating in representation and governance. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But sorry, uh, let's go back to comedy. God shit, damn, man. You just like, dude, my butt hurts, bro. Um, <laughs> no, God damn. Look, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. Motherfucker. I'm tired, dude. I just want to laugh. I want to be happy. I want to freaking, I want to eat freaking ham on Thanksgiving, dude. A nice freaking roasted freaking leg. All right. I want all these things that, you know, which bind us together. It's not, it's not difficult. It's not difficult. What makes you happy? What makes you sad? What do, what upsets you? What worries you? And there's, we can find common ground and that's what people, and then I could always be self-deprecating. Yeah, <laughs> that's the situation. That shit worked for Johnny da- Dangerfield, you know. Um, no respect. No respect. No you know, respect. I'm like, look, I'm super hyped. I'm super hyped <laughs> for like, yo, now, you know, COVID is gonna be over since the election happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but you know what? I I think we got another. You know, toward this time next year, things are gonna be. With a little bit of luck, I'm not making any guarantees and don't hold me to it. I don't want to get a freaking email. Bruce, you promised that COVID would be over. No. <laughs> but if if things go at a good pace and stuff and next year, you know, the comedy clubs will open up. I'm looking forward to seeing Paducah and 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 St. Louis clubs and, 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 and the like clubs Nashville, around Chicago. Bran- oh. Branch out a little bit. Three-hour drive, five-hour drive. Yeah. Indian, you know, I've, I've never done comedy in Indy, but I've, I've heard good things. In India? In, in Indianapolis. Oh, in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> Indianapolis is the same distance as Chicago from here by car. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to do that. This is all the things I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's a lot better. And, and the Carbondale in general, let's talk a little bit about Carbondale. Yeah, if I can Has been spectacular. Spectacular. Okay? It's a smart community. A lot of the people are people that went to university here and just stayed. Yeah. You know? The the, the cost of living is decent. Um, it's beautiful. Look, there's a little bit of stuff going on right now, but I, I'm feeling that these are growing pains that yeah. that that our community needs to, to go ahead and, and figure out how to resolve. <laughs> I'd say call them rebirthing pains. <laughs> <laughs> My um, so uh, uh, the the guy the guy who uh, really can can be blamed for me having the ability to get into comedy and and for really a lot of people getting into comedy. Uh, here in Carbondale, Kyle Scanlon uh, is up in Chicago, been up in Chicago for many years and, and doing pretty good. Um, he uh, he had a he had a line. 
he would use he'd say Carbondale is the only place in the country where a guy with a ponytail could be smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. My neighbor Buck, he's a fucking like top tier biologist something or other with plants. And I don't know what Buck does. I just know that Buck is brilliant. <laughs> and and that Buck is and that Buck is uh you know, a, a well-studied man, and, and uh, Buck has a ponytail. <laughs> it, it, it's like that show Eureka, this area, actually. I've, not, I've, never, I've never watched Eureka. It's on sci-fi. It was oh, an yeah, area yeah, full sci-fi. of scientists. I don't know. I, I don't remember, but it was. it's a real smart, hip. Now, I am afraid of doing comedy with college kids, though. They're yeah. A little, they're a little too woke. <laughs> did we Have we had that? Have you, like, have you, did, did we have, like, a college heavy crowding point in time when in the shows that you were able to come to before we got uh yeah and they were uh, fine with me yeah they were fine i i'm because i usually kind of know because i'm from la yeah. and that's really woke um <laughs> and it's I a use, different kind of woke it's like shit woke versus like new woke yeah it, it look I, look i get it i get it okay but it's comedy uh what was it i saw the Chappelle. i saw dave Chappelle on snl yeah right and people were complaining, dude. They were like, oh, what when, uh, you know, he, he could say that and they just got to take his word for it. But, you know, when Trump says something, and <laughs> I, I responded on Twitter. I was like, so um, let me explain to you that Dave Chappelle is a, is a comedian. Mm-hmm. And Donald what? Trump is a reality tv show star no. and, <laughs> and they're two different forms of entertainment and one of them <laughs> will tell jokes sometimes known as quips you know and sometimes they're not always based in reality but they're jokes it's jokes we're entertaining you guys we're just telling jokes it's not real but some of it i mean is, is meant to like make you at ease with some components of reality that you may otherwise just disregard as reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't, you know, it's, it's like a, that's happened thread on freaking Reddit. I don't it, No, It didn't really happen. I don't really believe any story I hear from standup com- comics and stuff. No. Maybe it's real. Uh, look, look, we gotta, we gotta be less sensitive with our entertainment, man. You gotta let comedians be comedians. Can you imagine you go up, be woke with Lenny Bruce? Try it out. Imagine <laughs> that. That's a good thought experiment, yeah. dude. Now I'll say on the other side of that though, is some guys like I don't know, man. The I I'm not, I don't follow a bunch of the Legion of Skank shit, but like some of those guys are just fucking garbage people, right? You lost me, dog. Oh, okay, probably for the best. It's NYC stand up shit. Oh, okay, yeah. You lost me. I, yeah, mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no. yeah if he, they're horrible people. Like, yeah, once again, dude, don't be racist. Yeah. Like, this is the, like, I I, um, I do, I stream on Twitch right mm-hmm. now. That's how I get my itch done, taken care of. While how did you COVID. get into that? Like, when did you start doing all your streaming online and stuff? Dude, like, seriously started streaming about a year ago, and I don't know. I was just one of those things I was like, Man, I, I and I've always been an entertainer. I always like to entertain. And I said, you know what? I can do this shit. And I set it up. I got the camera set up. I got the room. It's I got the audio and and it, and and it's just it's just a way for me to 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 present things to my audience. Mm-hmm. You know, another outlet. I look, I'll write a book, I'll read a magazine, I'll I'll perform porno. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes, mm-hmm. okay? That was a joke. Um You've got me nearly convinced that you. Uh... Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, it, look. As long as I'm not being homophobic, I'm not being racist, I'm not being misogynist, too misogynist, but ah, misogynist. I can't speak. I need to okay. learn how to speak. Um, I'm cool with most anything. You know what I'm saying? And just don't, just don't be those things. Those are, those are, those are. There's the line. There's the line. And I would say that there is a difference between discussing race, mm-hmm. right? Addressing race, mm-hmm. joking about race, mm-hmm. and being racist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a fine line on that one, though. Yeah. It's a fine Like I, I, I tell jokes about Dominicans mm-hmm. that if you did that, you would get beat up. Yeah. You know? And that's what that's going on, dude. 
Anyway, also on my stream is Stand Up Bruce. If you want to find me on Twitch or on Nobody YouTube. Nobody wants to find you on Twitch, Bruce. Listen, motherfuckers. <laughs> Someone's going to find you. <laughs> I got 316 followers, dude. Actually, uh, since I moved and the house I moved to out here is gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous out here, dude. It really is. It's just a full of boxes and shit. You didn't pain. <laughs> boxes and pain. Yeah. All right, you're yawning, bro. No, uh, I mean, it's, it's, we're past 11 o'clock at night recording this thing, so. I think we're good? No, no, we're not good. We still got, like, 15 minutes. We're not done. Oh, okay. Are you going to edit that? No, I don't edit shit on this podcast. Motherfucker, dude. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah, man, dude. no, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, it's been, a, it's been a long day. Really? I've been going since like eight o'clock this morning. Yeah, me too. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, me we, too. We, we, got, we got we got fifteen more minutes of this. In so place. anyway, I woke up this morning at talking faster is not going to get you through the time frame faster. Sorry, no. You woke up at what this morning? Doing what? Talking faster will not go through the time. What? To like talking faster. Oh yeah. Doesn't make the seconds go faster. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but it makes me feel good. <laughs> Fair enough. It makes I can't me feel good. I like. I enjoy the way that my cadence comes out, dude. Um. But yeah, no, I I relate. It's been a long day for me as well, and stuff started with the U-Haul truck. You know, people oh, shouldn't got, be allowed to drive U-Hauls. Huh? People shouldn't be allowed to just rent U-Hauls. No, I've I I, I you know what? Did it some crazy shit? Here here's twenty bucks. Here's a truck. You know, try not to kill anybody. Yeah. If you do, not on us. Yeah. Then I said, can I get a rope? They're like, okay. Can I get a shovel? They said, okay. Can I get some color chloroform? They absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be here all day. They draw the line. They do. They do draw the line and stuff. So I got some, I got some workers. Oh, I'm responsible for the uh, two strong man bad on your oh uh, that's phenomenal okay that has been you know out, outside of of the the one overly problematic post that uh that had to get nuked the the two strong men thing has has developed quite well and then john actually launching and being like yeah i'm gonna go clean up leaves now and it's like yeah it's it's him and his boyfriend and it's like, all right, cool. So it went from being like something that people were kind of walking up to the edge, right, on on uh, on making jokes about homosexuality, and then like <laughs> the gay guy in the group who was like, I'm gonna go turn the you know be, be a business was like, I'm in it, and then it, all of a sudden it got real fucking serious. And now yeah, guess Absolutely. what? Absolutely, he strong told me men, that he is and they're busier. Up leaves. He's telling me that he is he is busy. Yeah. He is busy. Well, that's good because, you know, he, he does the school bus thing, which is not really working out right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, he used to he used to deliver. Um, I don't know if he still does. He was delivering, like, milk or something. He was, like, doing milk sampling or something. He was, like, driving around, and he would, like, test the milk in grocery stores to see if it was, you know, okay. That's fucked up, bro. Stop. He wasn't, like, just opening it and drinking the milk and putting it back. I don't think i mean i don't have the specifics so i can't really that is so messed up man <laughs> that is just like messed up man dude i'm like dude you know what i've been drinking almond milk for the last like couple years and stuff and i'm I, how's I, that I, I, well i'll be honest with you dude I, I i just find it weird that we're just to drink the the, the milk of another animal I, just, I find it gross now mm-hmm. you know no other animal does that dude i don't see my dog go hey you know, can I have some of your milk? I bet you he would drink it. But, but the dog anyway. also eats its own shit. But back to that, there's a two strong man. When I posted that, I posted it and and hit backspace about three or four times so that I could say it with the right tone. Uh-huh. And that brings us back to the whole: you just got to be careful in how you do it. You can allow anybody to assume whatever in their little brain, <laughs> and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can't control that. And I have to keep explaining that to my girlfriend. I can't control what's in their head. So you could do that. So I just put a post. I go, I need two strong men. And 
you know what, dude, people were it, were thinking whatever they wanted to think about me wanting two strong men. Mm-hmm. I needed two strong men to. And rape you got leads. two strong men, didn't you? I absolutely did. I got them within a day. <laughs> absolutely, I, I need you tomorrow, guys. And they were there. Um, and they were not just there th- the uh, the next day. They came the day after. So they nice. and they're excellent, by the way. So if you if you know the, you just look look them up. John, what's his last name? Uh, Shikitis. Yeah, dude. I don't. Yeah, sounds it sounds like a disease, bro. <laughs> so they they but they they came and did um they came and did your the the leaves in your yard. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, but, you, yeah. but you also like hire people to, like help you move stuff too, right? Oh my god, so good. They did such a good job. I think one of them worked at Denny's, which shut down, unfortunately. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, unfortunately, the people lost their jobs, but not unfortunately that we lost Denny's. Just... <laughs> yeah, dude. Our I Denny's was rough, man. Moons over my hammy. My hammy. That was a freaking, that's the, uh, the, 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 the sandwich, the egg. It's basically an egg sourdough sandwich, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was really good, which is really good. Um. The uh, no man, I, that's what I've liked about the the group. Like, the group is, and, and it's funny whenever people are like, "I left the group because I didn't like this or I didn't like that." It's like because you couldn't see literally the the twenty other things that the groups used for. It's like I have fifteen different tags, five of which get used very often, like ask a neighbor, business talk, expressions, like whatever else. It's like there's so much going on. Like the whole idea was to create a digital space representative of the physical space. Right, like that is this town, and it's worked. Yeah, and it's and there's there are plenty of people that run plenty of like small town groups. Right, their gossip pages and crime watch and this that and the other bullshit. Right, but there aren't a whole lot of like digital spaces that just properly embody like the reality of a physical space yeah. because not everybody like approaches it from the perspective that somebody like myself who who has been doing this for a while like approaches it from. Yeah, and so it's like it's cool to see that it's that the project is has worked, is working, and like that something like this where yeah two dudes show up who need work you've been able to like give them that work and it's just a small little thing that otherwise would have just been a <laughs> uh, uh, um, classified ad in a newspaper twenty years Craigslist. ago. Craigslist, Craigslist ten years ago. Yes. Or and and realistically, it's, there's a level of sketchiness of that. Yeah. I've got the ease of mind at knowing if these guys were child molesters or whatever. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. And they would have said, you know, you would have sent me a, a message, yo, dude, careful. <laughs> well, the, or the the aspect that you can also like see somebody's real name and 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 like, you know, their build, build a connection and understanding of like, okay, is this person somebody that I feel comfortable? Yeah, you know, engaging with as a stranger who I've never met before, and go from there. And do I have you know proper recourse of you know contacting them and and knowing, you know, who this person is if I do have an issue and you know have to have to deal with whatever oh, yeah, bad dude. stuff that oh happens. yeah but no no real expectation there of I'd be like yeah and so the the site's like well Jesus Christ dude when I first got here before I even landed in Carbondale. I found that site. Were you well? Okay, so yeah, I I remember that because like I don't know. I think you I think you messaged on a on a comedy page yeah. first, and then like you were following on that or or something you know something like you were you were in the mix of the digital spaces that I was in. Yeah, well, that makes and, like, sense, it, it right? Acquainted you, huh? That makes sense, dude. You're running. To, I'm I'm jumping into a into an environment, dude. That, yeah, you know. That makes sense. And it's a solid one. Like Murfreesboro one. It's kind of bad, dude. It's kind of bad, dude. It's kind of bad, dude. Um, but so anyway, yeah. So the two strong men, that's me, guys. I'll be coming up with something new. The turtles are mine, too, by the way. <laughs> I, need, I need a batch of ninja turtles. Turtles. Oh, my God, dude. There's so many turtles. I got a new lens. It's like this. So uh-huh. that I could, like, take good pictures. But it's, like, cold now. Now it's freezing, dude. By the way, dude. <laughs> Screw Pritzker for that cold weather, bro. It's all his fault. Oh, it is, dude. It is, dude. Dude, that that oh my god, that poor guy is just getting ground up by all this shit. Hey, bless up to him, man, because like this dude, this dude has handled this shit well, and, and like he's just taking a beating from everybody who doesn't like him because he's having to be the adult in the room. Oh, yes, yes, and he's doing a great job. 
kudos to him. Yeah. Kudos to Gavin Newsom. Kudos to Pritzker. You know, those guys. Kudos to Cuomo. Yeah. Kudos to people willing to be hated for doing the right thing because they're trying to save fucking lives. The reason that we are freaking messed up is the stupid people. Let's go ahead and, like, realistically, that's where I'm going to draw the line, dude. Dude, the, the person the, earlier today that was, that was like, made a comment on the page and not in the group, probably because they were already blocked from the group, was like, where can I go dine in a restaurant in Carbondale? It's like, you can't because the shit is shut the fuck down because that's what the mandate is right now because we've got hospitals overran with shit. We got doctors out of shit. We got schools closing down. We got people dropping and hurting and families getting tore up by disease. And people are like, why can't I go have my tacos in the restaurant? It's like, shut the fuck up, man. Like Shut just up. deal with it. And Wear like the other mask. side of this, the, the other side is this, I will say where people are like, Oh, There's you got to support local business. And this is my way of doing it. And I wanted this, that, the other, it's like, yeah, okay, that's great. You know what you really need to do? You need to call your fucking representatives and be like, Hey, stimulus package. Cause if you really give a shit about people, you don't give a shit about forcing them to go into work. You should care about whether or not they can actually pay their bills and like manage themselves and like feed their kids and do shit and do it safely right now. It shouldn't be about forcing people to go to work just so they can earn their, you know, a fucking measly minimum wage pay at their fucking service industry job. It should be about how do we just get people to tide through this shit until it's over in a year and a half and we can all get back to devaluing the labor of other people like we fucking love to do. All right, here's that. I I, like 100% applauds for that. But let let me ask you a theoretical question, okay? Theoretical. Theoretical. Hypothetical. Let's assume assume that that our president, we're not going to even say his name anymore, um... In May, when things started getting out of hand. Can we call him President Deselect? Deselect, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's assume, let's make an assumption that in May, around May, things were starting. He was, we were, we we were losing control of it, right? In May. In May, he goes, okay, we're, we're losing control of it. 90 days, May, June, and July. Total lockdown, and I'm not talking about essential service. I'm talking everybody except essential infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. That means Terminex is not essential service. It's Mm -hmm. not. This is not essential infrastructure, and we do for 90 days a total lockdown. People can still go grocery shopping. Okay. People can, you know, but no, no, no restaurants. You know what I'm saying? And totally shut it down Mm -hmm. and put criminal charges on people breaking stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Where would we be at 140,000 people infected a day? 1,400 dying a day today? 250,000, nearly 250,000 dead of COVID-related. Or or would we be like Taiwan, which has got it pretty much, they're like going to restaurants and they're all cool, you know? Sometimes we have to give up a little bit of liberty. Can we just get people to wear a fucking mask? No. No, dude. No. My liberty. My liberty. I want my freedom. See, okay, that's another thing, right? What is the difference between somebody's bullshit concept of liberty and other people's actual struggle for rights? Look, man, my freedom, dude. Okay, no one's really free. I'd say it's a concept. And Carlin yeah. fucking spoke spoke about that shit really good. Okay, I, okay, you have freedom, right? But you have to go to work. And while you're at work, can you do whatever you want to do? But I got freedom. Yeah, but you got to go to work here, and you need to shut the fuck up and do your job. So we're not really free like that. It's the same thing with the mask and social distancing. And dude, so many people are going to want to come in your house and not wear masks, bro. Straight up, dude. Like right now. And I, and if you're listening to me right now, if you're there, don't, don't let them do it, dude. Don't let them do it. This shit's serious, dude. I, 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 the hospitals locally are going to get overrun. Yeah. And soon. They are, I mean, they are, they are, they're there. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the reality. And, and I don't, you know, I, maybe I need to, I, I, I talked to, I've talked to, uh, talked to somebody from the health department recently, probably need to invite 
their top tier person on the podcast to like settle this shit in. Same deal with some folks from from SIH because because like here's here's the other issue, right? There's there's only so much that some of these people can get across in a minute long snippet on the news or in a 800 word piece uh, in a newspaper or in a five minute video about washing your hands and wearing your mask on Facebook. Like this is meant to be an un, you know, an, an unfiltered space with enough time to like dig into an issue. And it's like, what, what do people need to see? What do they need to hear to take it seriously? I, you know what they need at the end of the day, dude, they need freaking enforcement. This is the only reason why we don't kill our neighbors because we have cops and laws and shit, dude, mm-hmm. right? Dude? Look, motherfucker, I do not like your freaking your trolls in your in your yard, but you know I can't punch them. Yeah, you know they're not Rand Paul. I can't go do that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and that's because there's laws, dude. I don't know what at the local level. I think there's a health department here in Jackson County. Yep. I'm not sure. I there could is. be wrong. Yep, no you know, I think there's local Carbondale Police Department. As much as we don't like them, they need to start enforcing the law. Yeah. Okay. I think local government, dude, the council have been dropping balls left and right, dude. And I'll call them out on it, dude. All right. The, you know, they need to go ahead and take a look at freaking and, and take a look at penalties for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if it's overstepping boundaries of, of state government, but in no, my here's, opinion, no, here's, here's what I'll say to that, man. We've, we've put in, we've put in place actual restrictions and actual penalties. It's whether or not at the, at the enforcement level, if those things have been turned over into stuff. And, you know, the, the other thing that people will say is whether or not, uh, you know, those penalties are disproportionately, uh, you know, applied to, you know, certain groups of people rather than people that may be actually, you know, uh, just there there are there are issues with enforcement in certain ways that that i think need to be considered but at the same time it's like there needs to be something right even we good old-fashioned shaming right what happens good old-fashioned i mean in that yeah arguably that's i mean that's part of what happens in the group right is people get shamed down about shit and it's like I it's tough to control because there's a, there's a there's the balance between between the need to know on some stuff and the facilitation of misinformation on the other side of this, dude. Like it's I mean, I'm sure you see local news comment sections. Right. And like how much misinformation exists in that about all sorts of stuff, you know, specifically about coronavirus and the election most recently. Oh, my God. Why did they release the vaccine after the uh, election? But there's the there's so much more to this. It's like what what is the responsibility of a news organization to to think that they themselves are publishing, you know, factual credible information, but what's really overrunning that factual credible information that they've published is the traffic that that factual credible information has generated that is in fact discrediting what factual information they've reported on and now all of a sudden the counter to that factual information the misinformation the you know unreal aspects of the conversation the the things that should be discredited overrun and it's because they don't have the balls to go out there and just say fuck these people we're kicking them out of the comment section we're banning them we're growing them whatever because ultimately they're they're clicks on the links and eyeballs on pages and that builds up advertiser relationships and blah, 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 blah. But there's also the other shit, man. I've, I've, I have really bit my tongue about this and, and not tweeted anybody or made posts about it or whatever else, man. But why the fuck are local news organizations going out there and being like, Hey, let's go give a news story to this person that's defying the mandate and staying open and tell their side of the story. There's no their side of the fucking story, man. You need to give the news story to the health department speaking about how fucked up this yeah. person is. And guess what? If if the only thing that you're doing is doing that health department story and mixing it in with school closure and then health department and then business staying open and, you know, other other people defying orders and blah, blah, blah. Guess what? That shit that's all about, you know, fuck you and coronavirus isn't real and whatever else is the stuff that you know, is going to 
is going to make the distance versus people that go, ah, oh, health department and tune it out, right? It's what's the old adage, you know, a, a lie has already traveled around the world before the truth even puts its pants on in the morning. Oh, yeah, dude. Look, and here's the problem with the people that are defying stuff. They're hurting the people that are essential employees. Yeah. My poor barber, dude. My poor barber is out there. Like, literally, she has to do her shit from the Murdale, mm -hmm. you know? And she's out there doing, um, you know, doing doing haircuts, being real super careful. There's masks. Those, the seats are roped off and stuff like that, you know. And when you have people being idiots, you're putting her at risk. Mm -hmm. You're putting health workers at risk. You're putting, you know, you're putting you're putting people at you know at risk, you know, that don't deserve it. Did you know that freaking when that Amy Barrett, whatever dude, freaking got to the Supreme Court? And they did that little rose garden fucking <laughs> fascist uh, dance and stuff like that. The rose garden, right? Uh -huh. Seven people died that didn't even attend. Is that is that true? That's a, that's a fact. Google it. I'm on, I, I will. And fact you Google it. it as well if you need to verify your information. Don't, yeah. don't take two bullshit comedians' facts for face value. You Google that shit yourself. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> Google it. Absolutely, 100%. Hundred percent. I have no problem with that, dude. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I just, I just hadn't had heard that component of it. Yeah, so. seven that weren't even there. So those people are are blameless, bro. And that I think that is that is the issue, right? Yeah. Is that there are too many people that are just living a blameless. It's, it's not me. I didn't do this. I didn't that. I didn't like how like how many people close to you have to hurt for you to to connect with that. I, this, this sucks. And this is, this is there's two, uh, I didn't mean for us to talk about so much bullshit. Right. On this podcast. I'm sorry. Right, dude, but this is where the, we are. 2020 motherfucker. Oh, God damn it. Remember um, 2016, dude, where we we're like, this is the worst year ever, dude. George Michael died, you know? And we were really sad. Yeah. And that, we were really yeah, sad. We don't know sad. Yeah, dude. We 2020 was sad. like, hold my beer. All right. That's uh episode 20 WTF Carbondale podcast. Uh, real uplifting conversation this go around. Woohoo! Um, my good friend, stand up comedian Bruce McCarthy, who moved to Carbondale all the way from Los Angeles. Um, yeah, that was my knee that just entered the frame because my leg itched. Um, yeah, this uh, this is not necessarily a conversation I want to have with a guy. Would have loved for this to have been more lighthearted and fun and whatever the hell else. But uh, the whole idea is that we're going to have more comedians like actually through the podcast and they're going to be more of the reoccurring uh, guest type things where we try and pick up, uh, you know, more, more humorous kind of, I don't know, contemporary conversations about whatever's going on and, and try and make something fun out of it. We didn't do that this go around, uh, but oh, well, uh, there's always next time. Uh, you know, that said, have a good one, whatever that one may be. <laughs>